Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just tell you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by the Elijah Company's three-day intensive. You'll find that at the Global Prophetic Center. This is for prophets and highly prophetic people. By application only, it's exclusive. Everybody's not ready but maybe you are, to go deeper in prophetic realms. Check that out, globalpropheticcenter.com. Elijah Company Intensives. It's right around the corner. Just a few seats left. We're saving one for you. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here. And I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils all day long. My heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply what I'm teaching and watch your life be transformed. I'm preaching three messages every single Sunday. Prophetic worship in the first two services. Come on in. God will touch you. We're seeing miracles, signs and wonders, breakthroughs, breakouts, 1047 a.m. Plan your visit at awakeninghouseofprayer.com or watch online at ahop.com. Dot online. That first service, if you want to go deeper with us, you can tap into all our archives, all my teaching archives there, the virtual healing rooms and prophecy rooms, prayer line, pastoral care, life group. We have so much to offer you in our virtual uh, web church membership. Become official at ahop.online slash web church. That second service is not part of AHOP. It is School of the Spirit at AHOP. Come on over if you're in the region. We still have church. We still preach, pray, prophesy. But the online portion is at schoolofthespirit.tv. Our current series at 1.30 is schoolofthespirit.tv slash voice of God. We're in the voice of God series. The third service this week, I'm teaching on prophetic evangelism. Find that at schoolofthespirit.tv in the school of prophecy. Today's devotion comes from evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, The Best is Yet to come. Sharabashu. Come on. The best is yet to come. Somebody say it with me. My best is yet to come. My latter shall be greater than my past. God is about to do something in my life that exceeds my expectations. Come on. Somebody needs to learn how to confess God's word over their lives today. That will break you through. Oh my God, into new levels. Would you just cooperate with the word of God and the grace of God and the Holy Ghost, who is the spirit of grace? And come on, let's read this today. The best is yet to come. And here's what I heard the Lord say. The best really is yet to come. You have seen only the first fruits of my blessings on your life. You have not seen or even imagined my best for you. What has passed you by and passed you up looked good. But the better part is coming your way. My God in Zion. I got to read that again. Listen, the Holy Spirit says, what has passed you by and passed you up looked good. But the better part is coming your way. Your eye has not seen, nor has your ear heard, nor has it even entered into your heart what Father has prepared for you in his great love. The best is yet to come. Come on, who can decree that with me and declare that with me today? Come on, I declare my best is yet to come. I declare new anointings are coming my way. I declare I am healed and whole and running my race with expertise. I am accurate in the spirit. I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Come on, who can declare this with me this morning? 
The scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy wherever books are sold. Then the prayer starter from the decree. When I look back over my life, the evidence of your goodness overwhelms me. Father saved me from the pit of hell by sacrificing his only begotten son. I can't imagine what you have planned next, but help me walk in the fullness of what my eyes have not yet seen. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you to today. We thank you today that our latter shall be greater than our past. We thank you today that you are the God of the former things. You are the God of the current things. You are the God of things yet to come. And you told us in your word that you would show us things to come. Father, would you help us today to keep our eyes on the God who shows us things to come, to keep our eyes on the God who has cleaned up our past, who helps us moment by moment in our current situation, but has a future and a hope for us. Father, we exalt you today, the God of our future and our hope. We exalt you today. The God who sees the end from the beginning. We exalt you today. The God who knows our uprising and our down sitting. You are the God who cares about us intimately. And you've planned a way even when it looks like there's no way. You've planned a way of escape. You are a way of escape. You've, lead, you've led us through the wilderness, through the desert, through the trial, through the tribulation. You have been faithful. You're the faithful God. Great is your faithfulness. There's no other God like you. You are the God of our today, our yesterday, our tomorrow, and our forever. And we pledge allegiance to you, the God who leads us into all truth. We pledge allegiance to you, the God who is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. We pledge allegiance to you. We surrender to you. We give it all up for you. Everything we have and everything we are, we say it's yours. We belong to you. Thank you, Lord, for making us partakers of your divine nature. You've blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. You have been so good to us. Help us to see what we can do to glorify your name. Lord, we want to be used of you. We want our lives to mean something in your kingdom. We don't want to be here just taking up space, resisting you rebelling against your generous spirit. We want to get in lockstep with you. We want to go where you want us to go, say what you want us to say, do, think what you want us to do and think. God, help us, infuse us with your power once again. Fill us with your spirit once again. Help us, Lord, to yield to you at every turn, to acknowledge you in all of our ways so that you can really direct our steps in perfect harmony with your spirit. You are so good to us. Even when we're not faithful, you're faithful. We thank you, Lord, that the best is yet to come. I can't get off that. The best is yet to come. Help us to believe that today. Help us, Lord, in our unbelief. There are so many people listening to the sound of my voice, and you want to believe the best is yet to come. But your past was horrifying and your present is not much better. And some of you have started to lose hope in the God of hope. But that is an assignment from the pit of hell. And the Lord would say to you today, yes, your best is yet to come. 
So look ahead. Look to me. Stop looking at the drama and the trauma from the past season. Don't allow your past to overshadow my glory in your life, says the Lord. But look at me and gaze upon my beauty and I will refresh you and I will restore you. And you will begin to see how I see once again. For you have seen through the lens of pain for long enough, says the Lord. You have seen through the lens of disappointment long enough, says the Lord. I want you to see through my lens. Although my ways and thoughts are higher than yours, says the Lord, I will share my thoughts with you. I will teach you my ways, but you must be willing to learn. Come to me with the pain, with the disappointment. Come to me with the frustration. Come to me with everything that burdens you, and I will lift it from your shoulders, and I will put my yoke upon you, and then you will be led forth by my spirit with greater accuracy. When you put my yoke on, let me put my yoke on you. Put it on. Let me do it. Cooperate with me, says the Lord, for I will show you the future and the hope. But don't be mesmerized by the past. Begin to look for the new thing. Begin to look for the best that's yet to come. Begin to believe what I've told you, and you will see it. But you must believe it before you see it. You must believe it before you see it, says the Lord. Come on, we believe you today, God. Who believes God? We believe you. We believe you, Jesus. We believe you. We believe you. We believe in you. We believe your words. You have the words of life. Where will we go? What would we do without you? Thank you that you'll never leave us or forsake us even to the end of the age. Thank you, Lord, that as we gaze upon your beauty, the things that don't look like you fade away. They, 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 just, they just fall off of us. Thank you, Lord. There's somebody listening to me, and there's some kind of scales over your eyes where you can't really see it. You're not comprehending. Something's going on. It's called witchcraft. And I break and bind all the witchcraft off your minds today in Jesus' name. The witchcraft that keeps you stuck in demonic cycles, I break it in the name of Jesus. The witchcraft that makes you want to give up and quit, I break it in the name of Jesus. The witchcraft that leaves you dazed and confused, I break it in the name of Jesus. The witchcraft that causes you to forget who you are in Christ so that you do not even resist the enemy attack, I break it in the name of Jesus. We are stepping into uh, what we have not seen. We are stepping into what we had a tiny glimpse of that kept us going in the darkest days. We are stepping into the best that is yet to come. It's coming. I said the best that is yet to come. It's coming. The best that is yet to come. It's on the way. Jesus. I said, the best that is yet to come is on the way. You are closer to the best that is yet to come today than you were yesterday. Rejoice in that. You're making progress. You're going forward. I know it doesn't feel like it sometimes. It feels like one step forward, two steps back, or it feels like one step forward, three steps back. But the Lord is saying, you are closer today than you were yesterday to the best that is to come. You are closer today than you were yesterday to the breakthrough that I have in my heart for you. You are closer today than you were yesterday to the healing that you've been believing for. You are closer today than you were yesterday 
yesterday to the deliverance you've been crying out for. You are closer today, says the Lord, than you were yesterday. So rejoice in your progress, says the Lord. You're not there yet, but you're going to get there. Keep trusting me. Keep believing me. Keep letting me lead you and guide you, for I know the way to the healing, the breakthrough, the promotion, the deliverance, and I have ordained a Kairos moment for you. I have ordained a set time for you, says the Lord. So keep walking with me. Don't look back. Don't curse your seed. Don't curse yourself. Don't curse others who didn't help you when you needed it. I am your helper and I didn't want them to help you. I wanted to help you myself. So receive my help, my love, my joy, my peace and go forth because you are closer than you think, says the Lord. Come on. The spirit of prophecy is strong here today. Jesus, help us, Lord. I can't even remember what I prophesied. Would you help help us, Lord? Help us, Lord, to walk in your word. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Help us, Lord, to, to, to yeah, I remember now what I prophesied. Thank you, Jesus, for reminding me so I could pray through the prophecy. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you, Lord, that we are closer today to our breakthrough than we were yesterday. Help us to keep that mindset because discouragement comes in, frustration comes in. All these other voices come in to compete for, for, for our attention. Help us, Lord, to keep remembering no matter how bad today was, or rather how bad yesterday was, rather. Today, we're closer to the healing. No matter how bad yesterday was, today, we're closer to the breakthrough. No matter how bad yesterday was, or the last season was, or the last five years was, we are getting closer to the hope that you have stored up for us. Our future is becoming our present. I said, there comes a moment when our future becomes our present. I said, there comes a moment when our future becomes our present, where the future and the hope begins to manifest, where the breakthrough that we've been praying for begins to show itself in reality. So, Father, thank you. Thank you that our time is coming. Our set time is coming. You will lead us and guide us there as we yield ourselves to you. So help us to be more sensitive to your heart. Because we want to be in lockstep with you. We don't want our breakthrough, our healing, our promotion. We don't want it to take one more day than it has to. And we know that you are preparing us for what you've called us to. You are preparing us for that promotion. You are preparing us to keep our healing once you heal us. You are preparing us to walk out the deliverance that you bring in our lives. You are preparing us for the spouse that we say that we want, for the career that we say that we want, for the house, for the life that we say that we want. You are preparing us. You're preparing our character. <laughs> You're preparing our hearts. You're preparing us. You're teaching us. You're showing us. We need to learn. Jesus learned obedience through the things that he suffered. My God. Jesus learned obedience through the things that he suffered. And Father, so many times we're scared to suffer. We don't want to suffer. We don't like it. We don't like it. And so we complain and we kvetch and moan and groan and, oh, woe is me. Help us, Lord, the next time we meet with suffering. Not to see it as a curse, but to see the blessing in it. To see the blessing in it, to see what you're doing in the suffering, to see how you're with us in the suffering, to receive your comfort in the suffering. Because we must suffer. 
We must be conformed into the image of Christ. Everybody listening to the sound of my voice, there's one area of your life right now, most of you anyway, most of you have one area of your life where there's some measure of suffering. Maybe it's a prodigal that you've been praying for that hasn't come home. Maybe it's that that scale that just never goes down. You're trying to lose weight. You're suffering. You're working out. You're hurting. You're eating little and nothing's changing. Maybe your marriage is in trouble. Maybe you're suffering in your marriage or maybe you're suffering in your workplace. Maybe you're suffering in your soul with depression or anxiety. Maybe you're suffering. I don't know how or where you're suffering, but we all suffer. So, Father, help us. Give us the grace to suffer with, with, with dignity, with, 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 with the right character. We don't want to be like those Pharisees that they would, they, would, they would go on fast, but they would contort their faces and look all disheveled because they wanted everybody to know they were suffering. Help us, Lord, to suffer in silence, not to open our mouth and complain to everybody about what's going on, what, this doesn't change, and I just don't like it, and what, help us, Lord, to take our complaints to you, like David did in the Psalms, to cry out to you, to pour out our heart, our soul, everything in us, to pour it out at your feet. Help us, Lord, to keep our mouth quiet if we can't but praise you. Put a guard over our mouth if we can't but praise you. Help us, Lord, to see you as you are. We would never complain again. You are so good. And the best is yet to come. Paul, the apostle, said, I reckon the sufferings of this present time are not to be compared to the glory that is to be revealed to us in Christ Jesus. God is moving us from glory to glory. Let me just encourage you today before we transition. God is moving us from glory to glory. He's moving us from strength to strength. He's moving us from faith to faith. When you come out the other side of this trial, you're going to suddenly find yourself in a new glory. Thank you, Jesus. When you come out the other side of this trial, you're suddenly going to find that you are stronger than you were before. That things that bothered you in the past season don't bother you anymore. You broke through some of that flesh. You broke through some of those emotional issues. You broke through in Christ. You broke through. You're going to find when you come out of this suffering, you're going to have more faith. Your faith is going to be uh, more pure. It's going to be mustard seed faith, and you're going to have more of it. You're going to begin to speak to the mountains, and they're going to have to flee. You're going to come out of this shining. You're not even going to smell like smoke. God is with you in the suffering. He's with you in the trial. He's with you in the pain. He is with you. Emmanuel, God with you. So thank you, Lord. Help us to remember that. Help us to see the outcome of the trial, the outcome of the warfare, the outcome of the suffering, the outcome of our surrender. Give us a glimpse. We can see it in your word. We can see how Abraham's surrender brought him into the, the father, becoming the father of nations. How David's surrender caused him to become the greatest king ever to walk the face of the earth. How Paul's surrender caused him to be uh, the author of more than half the New Testament. But it's in our surrender, even in the suffering. So help us, Lord. Even in the, It's easy to surrender when everything's going our way. It's easy to release that pat prayer. Oh, Lord, I surrender all. It's another thing to walk it out when the suffering comes. But help us remember the outcome and that the best is yet to come. Help us, Lord, to remember the prayers we prayed and not to be surprised when you start trying to prepare us for what we said we wanted. 
You start to try to get our character ready for what you what we said we wanted. Help us, Lord, to remember those prayers so that we're not surprised when the fiery trial comes upon us as if some strange thing had happened to us. Help us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's transition, guys. If you're just coming in, you've not shared this yet, would you share it really quickly? We're going into the next section when demonic winds are against us. Because that's where we started this morning. And some of you, you have demonic winds. It's not a flood, it's a wind. There's a difference between a flood and a wind. And the thing about it is, is the enemy tries to counterfeit the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is represented by water. And the enemy likes to come in like a flood. The Holy Spirit is represented by wind. And the Holy Spirit likes to come in with, with, with demonic winds. So many times the winds are blowing. And they become fierce. And if we're in rebellion, yes, sometimes the Holy Spirit can bring fierce winds to put us back on track, to bring us back into his perfect will. But many times it's demonic winds you're dealing with and you don't understand. You must discern between the winds, the blowing of the winds. You must discern between them and you can look at what is the fruit of the wind. If the wind is convicting you, if the wind is causing you to repent, if the wind is causing you to draw close to God, that may be the Holy Spirit. If the wind is confusing you, if the wind is scaring you, if the wind is pushing you out of God's will, that's definitely the devil. And so we need to understand. We need to understand how to discern the winds as well as the false prophets on the prayer call trying to give you spiritual readings. Ignore them. <laughs> so let's pray into this. Share this really quickly. Anywhere and everywhere, I'm going to get a sip of water. <laughs> you all are too savvy to fall for these people who come on here wanting to do spiritual readings for you. Don't fall for it. Ignore them. Did you catch that? That was a good little teaching right there. You've already got something to hold on to. Discern the wind. Many people blame God for what the devil's doing. And many people credit the devil with something God's doing. And they resist the Holy Spirit instead of resisting the enemy. Let's look at this in Matthew 24. I'm going to read just scripture. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake while he sent people home. After sending them home, Jesus went up to the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land. Now, let me just stop right here for a minute. Why were the, were the disciples in the boat going to the other side of the lake? Why? Because Jesus told them to go. Jesus gave them a prophetic uh, instruction. He said, get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake. I'm going to stay here and wrap up business. You guys go ahead of me. Now, they were in the will of God, yes or no? The disciples were in the will of God. Jesus gave them the command. They obeyed the command. And look what happened. The disciples were in trouble far away from land. Now, if it had happened close to the shore, the disciples could have just gone back to the shore. But the disciples got into trouble far away from the land. In other words, they were out there in the deep. They couldn't turn back. The only thing they could do was go forward. That's how you find yourself sometimes. You get out there in faith. 
you're, 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 you're walking, you know, in the promise you're pursuing what God told you to do. It's too late to turn back now. And you're right in the middle. And here comes the trouble. And in that moment, you will start to wonder, did God really say this to me or not? That is why you must always know before you go that God gave the command. I said, that's why you must always know before you go if God gave the command. Abraham had to know before he went or he would have turned back. Catch that. Abraham had to know before he went or he would have turned back. He had a lot of trouble. So the disciples were in the will of God. And here's what happens. Look, they were in trouble. A strong wind had risen and they were fighting heavy waves. And three o'clock, about three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on water. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. All of a sudden, they are such in a spirit of fear that they don't recognize the Lord Jesus. They think he's a ghost. And in their fear, they cried out, it's a ghost. Jesus spoke to them, said, don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. The wind, listen to me. If you're listening, say amen. The wind had risen and the waves were so strong that when Jesus showed up in the midst of it, they didn't even recognize him. Here's Jesus coming to rescue them and they didn't even recognize him. They almost just let him walk by. They were afraid. When demonic winds come against your life, you will find fear plaguing your soul, confusion, forgetfulness, wanting to quit, give up. Right now in this season we're in, There is so much witchcraft coming against everybody who lives in a territory where certain people are praying to false gods. So, Father, so we have to understand times and seasons. There's winds of witchcraft in the season. Other times you might have winds of infirmity, winds of trial, winds of uh, lack trying to come in your life. You have to discern what is this wind because Jesus is going to show up to try to help you, but if you're afraid... (laughs) you won't even recognize them and you'll sit there and suffer longer than you have to for no reason. So father, would you help us discern these winds? Come on. That's good teaching. Can you help? Will you help us Lord to discern these winds that are coming against us when they come? Would you help us discern them? We don't want to blame you. You don't come to steal, kill and destroy. You came that we might have life in abundance to the full. Until it overflows. And so when these winds come, help us to first check to make sure we are in your will. The disciples were in the will of God. They were completing an assignment. Get on the boat, go to the other side. Help us discern, are we in your will, God? And if we're not in your will, help us to get back in your will immediately. But if we are in your will, help us to stand strong and stand firm at the enemy's onset. Help us, Lord, not to bow to the enemy, but to continue to bow to you. You are able to sustain us in the midst of the wind. You are able to help us through turbulent times. You are our helper and you will never leave us or forsake us. So help us, Lord. And help us, Lord, to stand in our place in Christ and take authority over the winds. And we do that right now. Father, in the name of Jesus. We take authority over every wind of witchcraft in the name of Jesus. We take authority over every wind of lack in the name of Jesus. 
We take authority over every wind of infirmity in the name of Jesus. Come on. We t- what, what kind of wind do you need to take? Author- what, what demonic wind is blowing in your life? Come on, I'm teaching you today. What demonic wind is blowing in your life right now? Lord, we take authority over every uh, demonic wind of lack. We take authority over every demonic wind of addiction. We take authority over every demonic wind of depression. Come on. We take authority. You have authority. If you're in the will of God, your authority is intact. It works. When you're acting like the devil or serving the devil or being in rebellion, you're going to have to repent before your authority will work the way that it should. You still have it, but it's compromised by your disobedience. I take authority over every demonic wind of persecution, over every demonic wind. Come on. What demonic wind do you need to take authority over? And you have to do that in your life. You need to do that in your life. You can have intercessors pray for you, and that's fine and wonderful, but there's going to come a day when there's no one there to do it but you. So you need to learn how to do it. There's going to come a day when you know you can't reach your friends, your pastor on the phone. Everybody's busy. They're out doing something, and you're going to have to decide, am I going to stand up against this wind, or am I going to let this wind blow me over? It's your decision. Nobody can make that decision for you. Jesus, Jesus. So thank you, Lord, for helping us to discern the winds, to take authority over them for your glory in your name. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Come on. Some of you, I'll just tell you, you need to get over there and take the school of spiritual warfare at school of the TV. Some of you just really need to get equipped in warfare. Some of you, the enemy has beat you up and beat you down long enough. He's stolen so much for from you. You can get it back. It's not his. You can get it back. Whatever he says, you can get it back. If it was God's will for you to have it, you can get it back. If it wasn't God's will for you to have it, you don't want it. And you need to just let it go. But some of you really seriously, you need to get over there at school, the and go take the school of spiritual warfare school of the spirit.tv warfare school. You can take it, take one lesson a month and really learn how to fight. Some of you don't even have the foundation strong. You were taught something wrong and that's why you don't fight or you don't know how to fight or you don't fight effectively. Take, take that over there. School of the spirit.tv slash warfare school is what it is. I typed it out wrong. School of the Spirit TV slash Warfare School. What has the enemy? How much has the enemy stolen from you? Invest in yourself, get equipped, and get it back. How much has the enemy stolen? Look at the the monetary value and some things you can't even place monetary value on. Why? Because it's your peace of mind, your joy, your marriage. You can't put monetary value on things like that. But if you could, what would it be worth? What's your peace worth? And you don't have it because the devil keeps taking it. You need to get equipped. Get on over there to the School of Spiritual Warfare at schoolofthespirit.tv slash warfare school. Amen, amen, amen. God is good all the time. All the time God is good. Listen, guys, if this broadcast is helping you, if it's blessing you, would you go ahead and sow a seed now and again? again? That would help us. We want to help more people. You know, uh, these media uh, platforms have changed their dynamics. and You have to sort of spend in order to even have anybody find your stuff anymore. It's called pay, for, pay, pay to play. And so we have to start investing more in 
and doing ads on YouTube and Facebook so that we can stay in the feeds of people who are trying to find content like this. Would you help us do that? Help our media missions, help our missions in Africa and uh, and with with drug addicts and sex trafficked victims, so a seed that this is blessing you. Consider now and again dropping a seed at, at jenniferleclair.org/missions. You can also use the Facebook stickers, the YouTube uh, YouTube stickers, the Facebook stars. I'm going to spend 15 seconds telling you the rest of this, and we're going to move on because Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. The PayPal is paypal.me/slash jenniferleclair. The Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. The text to give is text the word pray to 754-701-2161. 754-701-2161. And the P.O. Box is P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. So thank you, Father, that we've been well fed by your spirit today. Thank you for all those who have the means and the faith to sow today. We bless that seed and ask you to multiply it back to the givers in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God is good. Who's following my my TikTok with those uh, new daily victory decrees? Who's on that? Anybody on that? I, they're only on TikTok. They're nowhere else. They're only on TikTok. I'm not putting them on Facebook. I'm not putting them on YouTube. I'm not putting them uh, on Instagram. Go sign up for TikTok and follow. My handle is uh, Jennifer LeClaire. At Jennifer LeClaire. You'll see me up there preaching in my little photo. Where's all my Ignite Network people? More of you need to get in there and do those uh, prophetic drills. We have them every week. I pour over all those. I'm creating those from scratch, my prophetic drills. If you're in Ignite Network, you might not see them. you got to go there every Monday, the prophetic drills. And then also either Friday or Saturday, we have personal prophecy. We have Q&A on Wednesdays. Get in on If you're in Ignite, get in on that. Get in on those benefits. Use, use it. Use, use what's there. Amen. Ignitenow.org. It's a a family of prophets and prophetic people. Thank you, Jesus. All right, guys, I'm out. I'm done. I'm going to go. I love you guys. I will see you on the flip side. Have a breakthrough day.